Welcome back to No Beer Left Behind. It's me, Brian, here in North Texas, and I'm uh, drinking a bit of a special beer. This is my 25th hundred or 2500th uh, check-in on Untapped. This is uh, well, I, I had them all today. <laughs> I just started this morning with a fresh account and got 25th hundredth. Uh, cheers, boys. Salud. Uh, Good God. <laughs> this is, this is, not, that's like admitting to having three million freaking flyer points in the bank. No one does that. No one <laughs> needs like, that. I fly a lot. It, after about a million, you just I fly a lot. Did you hear the uh, the slap of the dick on the table for the measuring? I, was I laid it out there for you. Is <laughs> untapped at this point just like send you all the swag? No. Yeah. They haven't even noticed. They, They're like, oh, no. this guy's faking it. Not even a blip on the radar for untapped. Yeah. <laughs> okay, he needs Viagra to get off at night. Okay. <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, wow. That's Is that because he's so drunk all the time? <laughs> <laughs> What do we send a guy that checks in 2,500 times? I don't know. Maybe some Viagra. Fucking arm brace. Just... Man, this guy's really got a problem. <laughs> Permanent. Permanent beer dick. You're going to start getting some substance abuse mailers in the mail. Yeah. That sounds Once right. you reach that 2,500 threshold, man, untapped, cuts you off. I'm catching... I mean, to be fair, though, Brian's been on untapped since, like, the beginning. He's uh, been there for a long time. 2013, yeah. Mm-hmm. Since you were 13? 2013. <laughs> oh. oh, Jesus. Okay. That all right, all right. The laugh, the laugh cut, I cut got, the air. Yeah, I got to... Introduce. I got I to gotta turn down that microphone. I don't know what's happening. So I'm getting ridiculed 360 here. I'm getting nailed. I'm getting laughed at from Austin, Tulsa, and my own couch behind me. So we're, we're, um, we're greeted or blessed with the... Definitely blessed. Yeah, hashtag blessed to have Mrs. Brian on the cast tonight. So, hey, Mrs. Brian. Ooh, I got Reagan. Hey. Yeah, don't hey, don't get Brian. used to it. How you doing? Hey. You got a boyfriend? Yes. <laughs> Is he big? I, I'm single. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> As of 10 minutes ago. I found, I found out my husband had 2,500 check-ins on Untapped. I was like... I, I texted my lawyer and I was like, yep, get them ready. And Send I, it. It was a keyword. It was a key Send phrase it. that we have agreed on since I was a little child. Get them ready. If he, yeah. if he ever reaches 2,500, we're done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all I have to say is get them ready. And then, you know, the divorce papers show up on Monday because he doesn't work on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> and you've had a, a lawyer on retainer that long? Yeah, uh, definitely. It's yeah. not about the practicality. It's about the usability. It is absolutely when you need them, priceless. Priceless. Mm. So I'm drinking. I'm drinking Breda Rose from Firestone Walker Barrel Works. Super Jesus rare wild ale. No, I'm saying this to get this out of the way. Hey, hey you guys, about ready to get out of here? Yeah, you guys about ready to get out of here? <laughs> <laughs> you guys, you guys, about ready to uh, get on out of here? <laughs> I, was, I was going to pass it back to uh, let Mrs. Brian. Discuss what beer she's drinking tonight. Strap in. All right. I doozy. am drinking wine beer. 
Oh, yeah. What kind? It is. Oh, man. What is it? Apothic? It's one in a bottle. Yeah. She, mm. It came from the store. Um, oh, this apothic. is the apothic. If it's apothic, I'm hard judging. It's no, the apothic well, cold I, brew. I knew you would judge. I even told Brian this the other day when he bought it for me. I said, I would recommend this wine to f- but I bet he would judge me. What are we doing? I would absolutely. <laughs> this absolutely. is an actual conversation that I had. But it's the <laughs> it's coffee infused. It has um, cold yeah. brew in it. And it's actually so, really good. No, and I've heard that. And I've heard why? that. And, and the only reason yeah. I judge is because Apothic is a non-estate wine. Yeah, so, it's like juice. Yeah, it's all mixed across estates, and that's okay. I mean, it's not it's not a bad wine. But I what I what I judge Apothic for is mostly the price. It's not the fact that it they do what they do. But they're now that was probably what thirteen dollars. Fifteen, yeah. Yeah. So the reason I judge it is because. California wines have gotten so expensive that they can now charge $13, $15 for cross-estate mixed, blended, um, kind of infused wines. And they're, they're, I'm not saying they're bad, but they're not $15. Like right. when, you, when you compare them to other countries and the single-estate vineyards that will charge you $12 or $13 for a, a single-varietal bottle, that – it just it's absurd what they can charge and that frustrates me but i've heard good things about that particular wine so i respect it i'm just i'm judging based on the fact that <laughs> it was literally a bottle i saw in the store and i told brian can you believe they're doing this and he goes yeah it's actually pretty good <laughs> well you know right. i felt your judgment before you ever even said anything so. <laughs> too Frank. funny um pregunta para ti hey so from the non-wine drinker, is yeah. that like um, – is that kind of a mutt wine? I mean it's is like – Is that like a blue moon wine where it's you trying know, to be something that it's well, not? Well, it's not all – it's not grapes from one Here, fucking here's, piece here's of Here's what land. I compare it to. This is what I compare it to, and, and I, I don't think there's anything in beer like it. So I tend to go if, – if anybody knows cigars or tobacco in general, it is – um, it's the difference between like a black and mild and, and like a single leaf Connecticut single okay. fill cigar. Like Mark. it's it's enough of a difference to where you can tell, but it's not enough to where someone's going to be appalled by it. Wait, um, now let's talk. Let, let's put it into uh, another form that our listeners can understand. It is. Uh, the hot dog to the ham steak. Sure. Yeah. Like or, hot or dogs just elbows and assholes and everything all kind of. I put mean, together. yes, sure. <laughs> That's that is one way to explain it. But I will tell you that that you have a lot more impact with additives. And I'm not I'm not knocking on your wine. I mean, sorry. Yeah. This yeah. Is my Brian. feelings are hurt. Um, not knocking on your wine. But what I'm saying is, is, is the the ability for California specifically to use additives because they're, they're so okay. We're getting a little <laughs> deep here, but California grapes are pretty freaking bland when it comes to a finish, and as a result, they do get to add um, some stuff to ma- to make the grapes cross blend really well, um, and they lend themselves particularly well. To being mixing grapes and that's why people from texas import california grapes 
Um, anywhere in the country where you see they have a quote-unquote wine country, um, 90% of that will be California mixed. Um, and as a result, you're not really drinking that wine country's grape. So um, this is one of the examples, Apothic, is a California wine country mix that has a really good graphic artist that um, has a really good winemaker that can use, uh, unfortunately, chemicals and additives to mix that wine and have it taste consistent because they do not have a single estate that they get those grapes from. So there's no, there's no ability to get a single flavor out of that wine unless you manipulate it. And, and that, that is the frustration that people like myself have with those wines because they compete in the same pro, like in the same price range as for instance, the Pinotage that you and Brian had the Cabernet Sauvignon. Those are single estate, Single varietals that sell for thirteen dollars retail. So um, I will say, Apothic gave me a free bottle of wine, though. <laughs> How many did you have to drink to get that? <laughs> I mean, there was a you know, I drank a couple, but I got one that was kind of off, and so I tweeted them. Oh, uh, okay, that's fair. I mean, and, and so, and then they gave you a coupon. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. So and then that's good. Like that that is that's a distributor or a, a brand that st- stands behind what they sell. Um but yeah, I mean it's not I I don't want to knock other wines cuz wine is wine and I'm glad people are drinking it. There's a lot of good wines out there. Um Apothic is um in my opinion not not worth what people pay for it, but it's a big brand. So you got to respect it. They've done a good job at building a a fan base. They they produce a consistent product. I think it's just people need to understand what they're buying. And I think most people don't. They they buy it and they go, oh, it's like Kendall Jackson. No, no, no. Kendall Jackson actually like cross mixes across estates, but they know where that wine comes from. They don't just buy grapes and then chemically enhance them to, to be what they are. So it's, it's, it's like, I don't know. It's difficult to explain to people who don't, enjoy wine at that level but it like once me. you've tasted a single listen and you taste that you know the difference instantly like you oh, put the yeah. two next to each other it's single estate wines are much more complex there's a lot more expected of them um and y- you put them in the same price range the single estate will beat the shit out of any of the blended stuff all day two questions two questions for you let's hear it um a, are California grapes happier than other grapes, just like their cows? Um, and B, what kind of chemical additives are you talking about, dude? That's scary. Yeah. So um, like a, lot of, <clears throat> a lot of it is, is preservatives. A lot, of it, 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 a lot of it is food coloring. Brian can talk more to the flavor additives. So there are – and they do it in beer too, but there Man, are – flavor additives that you can add um, that are acids that enhance and balance out other acidic flavors that should or should not be in wine or beer. Um, color is a huge deal, though. So yeah, they so will add color. color. Well, that's huh? like the Russia doping scandal, man. Like, that's, it is. seems like fucking cheating. But, I mean, hold on. So think about this, though. If you grow grapes, like, think about, okay, so think about Texas wine country. It extends all the way up to Dallas. 
If you grow, grow red grapes in, let's say, grapevine, and then you, you put the same, the same whatever brand buys grapes from freaking uh, Salt Lake Vineyards out here in Driftwood, and now you have to make a single bottle or a single blend of red that tastes the same as last year. Think about the amount of variables you have to deal with. So what do you try to do? You try to kill the natural flavors and essentially manipulate the juice to be one consistent flavor. So when you drink those wines, you don't get true wine flavor. You get additives, you get um, enhanced grape flavors that aren't necessarily meant to be there in an estate wine. But I'm never going to be a person that says it's a bad wine. If people enjoy it, that's great. It's it's think of it more as a wine cooler or like an enhanced grape juice than you would think of it as a wine. It's not truly a wine. So if um, I go somewhere like Fredericksburg, am I drinking yeah. real wine there? It depends on where you go. So if you go to William Chris, which is out in High Texas, that is true Texas wine. It all comes from Texas soil. Um, all within about 30 miles from their vineyard. Um, if you go up the road, uh, so Lewis Vineyard is from their vineyard and a couple of other vineyards in Texas. Fall Creek is from their vineyard and a, a couple of vineyards. Um, if you go just straight up the road from me, um, Dukeman's is not. Dukeman's is a mix of California grapes and Texas grapes, and it's bullshit. Um, <clears throat> what about like Driftwood? Uh, Driftwood is absolutely not. It is all uh, a mix between California and uh, there's some Italian grapes in there too. Uh, Solera, which a lot of people in Austin likes for whatever reason. A lot of people like that grape or that vineyard. They are mainly uh, a blend between California and Italian. Um, they don't actually – they grow some grapes on their property, which they will mix in. But the majority of their bottles that are decent and, and drinkable are Italian from their vineyards in Italy or their California blends uh, with their Texas grapes. Mrs. Bryan is opening up her wrist right now. She is devastated by this news. Yeah, man. I feel like you just told me Santa wasn't real. But if if you're looking for good... So here's the other side of the coin. If, If you want true Texas wine, it is good. Um, It is good wine. But you have to understand what you're dealing with. Um, William Chris is true Texas wine. Fall Creek is true Texas wine. If you don't mind Texas and California grapes mixing, then Driftwood is fine. Um, <clears throat> Dukeman's is fine. But uh, to get the true kind of flavor profile of what you're dealing with here in Texas, there are a few people that, that actually make that wine. And it's mainly due to production. Um, you need to be able to produce a lot to make money in wine. Um, and it's, it, a lot of it's just passion. Like most wine areas have standards and they have um, kind of minimum viable production levels to be certified. They, um, they make you not use certain pesticides that make it like they've got production level standards. Texas doesn't have that in wine or olives. So the other fallacy is Texas olive oil, all that stuff. It's mixed 
mostly with California olive oil. So if you have the – like Texas has these industries that relies significantly on California. To be able to be sure that you're getting the things that are truly Texan, you need to do some research. It's not just showing up at a vineyard in Fredericksburg. It's not just showing up at an olive oil ranch here in West Texas. I legitimately <clears throat> didn't know that olive oil was a thing in Texas. Oh, yeah. Texas olive oil in the hill country is huge. Um, do they it's, it's just a bastardized version. They don't, and that's the problem. So there are three or four ranches that actually have standards, and they only do pure, cold-pressed Texas olive oil. And uh, they're trying to push people to standards, and it's been very difficult for them to convince individuals that or ranch owners that they need these standards, right? So if you look... And again, I know South African wine quite well. I don't know every other region, but in South Africa, um, they've got a label on the, the, the neck of the bottle, and the label will tell you exactly the ranch, or sorry, in, in wine, it's the vineyard, the, uh, the, the uh, section, or the appellation, and the row that that wine came from, within reason. And that is a certification method. Texas does not have that for grapes. They don't have that for olive oil. It leads to a misunderstanding of what they're actually uh, providing to the consumer, and the consumer is is oblivious to it. So, yeah, I, I don't want to go too much further. Oh, I'm, no, keep going further. We're, <laughs> but I, it is, it, it's, it's kind of fascinating because I think a lot of people don't know this about it. Like, if you go taste olive oil out here in West Texas, it is more than likely that you will taste... Uh, Astroglide. I'm California more concerned about oil. people who are going out and tasting fucking olive oil just for oh, shits good, and giggles. Man. Like if, yeah, it, well, you're not you tasting good. Texas olive oil, so it can't be that good, Frank. <laughs> Can you I know, get shit together? Light it's very good. Olive oil, no, it's Line not up these shots of olive oil. I want some garlic, rosemary, thyme. Line them <laughs> all up. I want to tell like the difference. That. They 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 have little dipping like oils, and you you put some bread in there. It's good. It's it actually like I I'm a huge fan of good flavored olive oil. So. I'll vouch for it, but yes, it's weird. I understand. You you said something back there in the what you just Fifth did, minute. yeah. Um, that <laughs> that I wanted to touch on. You know what? You no, fuck it. it. I don't want to touch on it. I don't. No, I don't want, no, I don't. no, I think you actually. No, like, you it was know going way to be more about that than I do. It was going to be the like if you think you're drinking Texas wine, like what if you don't give a shit and you just want to drink good wine? I mean, because that's really where I'm at. Is I just like wine, so no, and 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 that is ninety percent of society, and that's why I don't judge the the I want to try different things, and and so what I would call the the cold brew induced or infused red wine, it's a wine mixer, right? Like you're drinking a a cocktail that has wine in it, um, and. I, I have no issue with it, but I think people need to understand where the, the the base product comes from. Because when when I go out and I introduce people to single estate, single varietals, or single estate blends, it's difficult to tell. Like, they'll come, oh, I don't like red wine. Well, what red wine have you had? Oh, I've had Apothic Red. And you're like, well, okay. It gives me a headache. Yeah, sure, it does. Um, it has a ton of sulfites because it's all added. Um, 
wine naturally has sulfites, but when you add sulfites to wine, it actually does induce headaches. So when you have this conversation, it's difficult. Like it's it's a difficult sell. And I'm I'm speaking from having been in the field, talking to people, selling them on the fact that this is a different experience and having them taste it and say, that's way different than any wine I've had. Um, you happen to enjoy wine in general, so you've had everything. And in that case, have whatever you want. Like it, it just, wine's a beautiful beverage. Well, There's a ton you can have. There's the varieties out there are phenomenal. What um, I what I want is to know what Parker is drinking tonight. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm sorry I, I took that long. I <laughs> didn't mean to do that. It, it, it took a little while. But <laughs> Parker, <laughs> what? Uh, what That's <laughs> impressive, Frank. You usually only last about thirty seconds. Yeah. Uh, thank you. He, I did. I he took, finished earlier. A little numbing loop tonight. <laughs> Good. Uh, I am on my second dirty bastard by Founders. Oh, dirty, dirty man. Yeah, you guys know I I am obsessed with this beer for some reason. I can't quite put my finger on why, but um, I would like to hijack this segment, though, real quick and interject that I just recently learned the background of IPAs and why they were so hoppy was that they were... Coming out of uh, England and being sent to their forces in India, and so they hopped them up for preservative's sake to make the long journey well, via boat. Okay, is that all fucking fake news? No, kind of. I mean, no, kind. no, it's, Damn it. it's not. Oh, they actually used FedEx cargo yeah, jets. They just no, air, I mean, hops is there. a preservative. Uh, so, yeah. Okay. Well, that's what it reminded me of is whenever you were talking about sulfites. So I, I mean, I can go into a do m- it. mild, short, quick down, uh, quick shortened down version. So yes, uh, hops are a preservative. Um, history shows us that the reason that IPAs became popular in India and in England uh, was because that the East India Trading Company was sending beer to India from England and. The only beers that were arriving there, uh, still in good shape, in good condition, were uh, hoppier beers that were brewed with higher alcohol, mm-hmm. um, that were that were uh, very fresh when they went on the ships. Remember these these uh, beers stayed on ships in wooden casks for a long ass time to get from England to India. So by the time they got there, everything else is pretty much shit, with the exception of stout porters and uh, it, what they ended up calling India pale ales. They were just heavier, higher alcohol pale ales, which they were also brewing in England at the time. But again, like I said, to, in order to make the trip, they basically doubled down the recipes to make sure that they would, if they lessened at all in the voyage to India, that they were still drinkable beers by the time they got there. Now, that happened to be uh, whenever you make uh, higher alcohol beers like that, you have to offset the sweetness and the alcohol with bitterness, so adding hops. That's really, it's not a, the people in India love drinking hoppy beers, so they made an IPA. That's not, that's not the case. That's not what happened. But yeah, it, it, there's more to it other than just hops or preservatives. Because also hops are preservatives in the same way that uh, 
acai berries are preservatives because they have antioxidants. Like it's not not actually preserving anything. It's just they do preserve your skin. Okay, they preserve your skin. They're slowing the right rate of decay in uh, some things. But as we know now, hops, when used late in the brewing process, late in, in the boil or in dry hopping, actually um, help speed up the decay of flavors and aromas because they're the first ones to go, leaving behind some wicked, nasty, oxidized flavors. Anyway. So what they got was probably not just all-out delicious because well, it lost a lot of its hot profile, but it was just the only shit that was left drinkable that made the journey. The rest of it would fucking get you sick for a week. Yeah, and then you also right? have to remember uh, beer back then was not what it is now. They did not have sanitation processes. They did not have proper yeast management techniques. So just about every beer back then would have been what we consider today soured. So lactobacillus and acetobacters uh, going, going to town in these open fermented cask conditioned beers. So honestly, these beers were going to taste night and day different from what we have now. Uh, they were probably used to drinking some pretty soured, uh, ripe and what we would consider awful beers. Brian, can you throw it to the studio in Austin? <laughs> Uh, yeah, studio in Austin looks like it's pretty packed right now. What, uh, what? One set of headphones, one mic, one headphone. All I need is one mic, one mic, one mic. It looks like the headphones. One mic for a beef. It's Mrs. Frank. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right, so she's got a beef with you. She'd like to discuss. I'm going to hand the mic and the headphones over. I have no idea what this is about, but. No, you do. Give me a second. All right. <laughs> All right. I do. I do. Got okay. it. We go like this. Hey, Brian. Hey, Mrs. Frank. What's what's up? I have a beef with you. Okay. What's your what's your beef? I keep sending you pictures of beer, okay? And I never take pictures of beer if it's not for you. <laughs> and then I can never see them. Where are you sending them to? To your phone number. I have okay. Let's let's go live on the air and get to this. <laughs> I've seen sometimes I send them to and you in a group. Oh, uh, you also sent me a group text that wasn't meant for a group text oh, earlier yeah. in the week last week. I was week. so mad at <laughs> What did he do? Forgot his keys in your do? car. No, oh yeah, the keys or something. Okay, so to your in my car. To your defense, <laughs> you did send me a picture on the really, 29th. Ryan, that's one hell of a deflection, you asshole. <laughs> that's bullshit. I have one. I have one photo that I. Oh, to your no, defense, sir. I that's should a good have, picture. I, I haven't have seen posted. that one on the Instagram account. It it, it did not make it to the Instagram account. You are correct <laughs> there. I'm um, pretty sure I took one today. He did. Uh, where was that? Mm, yeah. We went to this nice restaurant called Suerte. It's oh, okay. So Mexican. I wanted to talk. Did you take that picture? That, that Me? Frank no, sent? mine are good. Okay, yeah, because that one looked like a <laughs> ransom photo that someone took. Look at this thing. Look at like, like what is the? <laughs> Could the glass get any closer to the wall? It's a Suerte. It's a newspaper in the background. With <laughs> They're about to behead that poor glass. Oh, <laughs> Absolutely horrible. You know, you could use that as a green screen. And uh-huh. Put Macaulay Culkin back there. No, <laughs> can't do that. Also, was this like a hand-blown tequila glass that they poured beer in? 
It looks so green, small, right? It looks green too. I asked for a taster. Well, they gave you the literal. They gave you a tequila, like a. Uh, if you're yeah, gonna ask it. for a drink perfect. of tequila, that's what they're pouring it in. Absolutely perfect. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, yeah, that one. I did not post that one. Sorry, 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 sorry. What did you think about the beef, though, Brian? The beef was. I mean, it's well deserved. I, I deserved it. I I try my best to send out like to uh, mm. post other people's photos, uh, but I've gotten really lazy on Instagram lately because I haven't been drinking a whole lot of beer. So what he's really well, saying we have is, have been drinking a lot of beer. <laughs> <laughs> what he's really saying is, is but in the end, I take better photos. That's what I'm hearing here. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely hearing that too. Y- y'all are catching up on that. A whole lot of judge. I gotta, I gotta be better at hiding that. Not a lot of qualification, no. but a lot of judge. A lot of judge. I am a certified right. Cicerone now, so I can do. Are you just gonna be playing Is that what I'm hearing here? Do what? Do you have Paul Manafort jury here? <laughs> it's this. This is rigged. This is some bullshit That's right what here. I heard it's like ostrich leather or nothing. Hey, Man, babe. did you see that jacket? That is a ridiculous amount of money to spend <laughs> on frivolous. Stuff. I mean, I just Listen, can't even believe it. Mrs. Brian, he's just rich, okay? He's just... Yeah. That's all Judge came back and he was like, you're just rich, right? I'm just rich. <laughs> it blows my mind. Well. Like, I, I just can't even imagine spending that much on an ostrich jacket. Well, if you're going to buy... 15 grand. $21,000 on a watch. What much would <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, if you were going to buy an ostrich jacket, how much would you Well, first of all, I wouldn't. Mm. But second of all, $21,000 on a watch from the most expensive store in the world. Well, yeah, because wow. why wouldn't you buy it from there? Can we can we quickly throw this out? Shameless plug: uh, Frank selling his Hyundai Sonata, living <laughs> eighty thousand miles, only asking eleven and a half. So, if you're even considering buying an ostrich jacket, hit me up. I'll give you something that like fucking I'll, works. I'll be It'll sure to put in the word Paul Manafort. Shut, the, shut yeah. the fuck up! You can't pedal your goddamn used car on this thing. <laughs> If you're considering it, it's available. <laughs> Email no beer left behind. I'm so, I am fucking. I'm angry right now. <laughs> hey, babe. Can we have another set of headphones? I don't. Y'all, y'all look like y'all are really comfortable <laughs> yeah, that way. It looks like the most uncomfortable situation. Y'all, yeah, you look like conjoined twins at the head. <laughs> if you can find some Apple AirPods, or... this is what we look like when we try to have sex. Oh my oh god! god. We're done with this. Why is there a lawn chair uh, involved? Headphones that are like and a microphone. <laughs> you can have one and the other. Oh my god! Okay, give me that. I see Frank's mom in the background. Is that what's happening too? <laughs> Add her into the mix too. What a mess. <laughs> what a mess. This is the best. Babe, can I have another set of headphones? I told you to go find some earpods. She's talking into the headphones. Yeah, in ear headphones. If you can find those, a plug in, then we can do that. And From you can Apple? have one, and I can have the other one. I say, we don't need to do this live. Keep yeah, going. Yeah, okay. <laughs> We're getting technical difficulties offline. I, this is this is my favorite. I think, I think they're actually about to have sex. I think yeah, this is foreplay. Frank is discussing three and a half millimeter headphone jacks, and he keeps shoving it into the bottom of his microphone. This is how it starts right here. This is how it starts. 
Oh god. Uh-huh. This like, is... He pl- unplugged it. Uh-huh. And okay. he's trying uh-huh. to he's oh, uh, this is painful. You know what? We'll we'll move on. Take this and put it in the VCR. <laughs> Burger, how uh, have you have you been since you were on last uh have you had any uh, life-changing beer experiences? Beer experiences? Uh, no life-changing beer experiences, but I I do now have gout, so that's fucking awesome. You're the second person I know who's had gout or has gout uh, in in my that's... immediate friend group. Yeah, dude, it's unfortunate. I mean, I guess it's kind of like Frank's herpes; they just kind of flare up here and there. It does it does? Um, once you have it, I don't know if you always have it or if it can be a one-time thing. But, uh, yeah, just last week, like, my right big toe just started hurting. Like, it was, like, last Sunday night. And for no reason, it. I was like, man, what did I do to myself, you know? Like, I trip over a kid's toy or something? Or <laughs> can you still hear me? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And then Monday morning, I wake up, and I'm like, Jesus, dude, am I that old? Like, I got arthritis. I mean, I guess it is kind of a form of arthritis. It debilitates your joints. Yeah. But uh, I'm just build up say, with uric acid my freaking Parker. toe, and it hurt. Like I just dropped a 25-pound dumbbell on it. What, Parker, Frank? It comes down okay. to you eating too much cheese. You got well. You got that toe cheese from diet, cheese. Diet is certainly a factor, absolutely. But like thirty-one years, and it just finally caught up to me. Yeah. Like, what the hell, Mrs. Brian? Do you uh, have gout? I do not. Okay. What would you uh, say it to is a so that has gout? Is it like, hey, mail it in, start applying to assisted living facilities? <laughs> uh, no. Oh, okay. Maybe I went too far with that one. A little bit. I, yeah. I would have I would have said, "Hey, maybe look into Meals on Wheels." Oh my god. <laughs> or Special Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh no, I wouldn't have gone that far. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's fair. What? Okay, so what exactly is gout? Gout it's is a hold build your up of No, it's not. <laughs> Dumbass! It's a hole in your bones. Do you understand what words just came out of your hole in your bones? Listen, Miss Brian. Don't listen to any scientific advice from Frank, or do not listen to any of his mathematical like calculations because they're always wrong. Yeah. Um, Gal is a buildup of right when they matter. No, that's uh, normally. Let the record show that is not the case. You try to help me on a math uh, test one time in college. I got a fucking D. Excel's not making it up, my friend. I never failed a math test in my life. All I did. Oh, me too. By proxy, you. Uh, I don't think I ever um, passed a math test in my life, and oh, that was the problem. Absolutely, I always nailed them. The professor. I actually have a sti- I have a statistics major, so fuck you, Parker. <laughs> Miss Brian enjoyed that. Thank you. I did, yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, it's just a it's a buildup of uric acid in your joints, and it for some reason or other, it starts in your big place. So yeah, but um, it hurt like shit. I would I've had broken wrists, broken legs, broken ankles, broken ribs. Um, um, broken collarbones. Excuse me. I would have rather had any of the above over the pain that this damn thing put me through. So, Parker, like it was weird, man. It was 
radiating up my whole leg like my there you go see you frank um radiating up my whole leg like it was an infection or something you put that shit on frank put it on you put it on you no one cares about your gout this is what beauta thinks about your gout man again you need to move on account of the cast Alright, that's obnoxious as shit. That is bad. Okay. Yeah, can you mute him? Anyways, it sucks, and but now I'm better, and and uh, I'm a survivor. Um, so I don't go around saying that. Just just so we're clear, you don't want to say that out loud. He left the. You don't think I should start a five k? I don't think you should make shirts. Gout survivor. Did you I, leave the doctor's office with a clean bill of health and just throw on Destiny's Child? Yes. <laughs> Did you get a pair of crutches and just like go around the office all day, go into the bathroom, fall down? I need help. Up dropping them at the end of the day I need and help. walking away like Free Willy in the ocean. No, that's just because some televangelist came and he, he cured me. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's always what <laughs> Laid hands on my foot. Every time you go to church with a televangelist. Oh, this fat kid was able to get his crutches. Uh, he's got cancer today. <laughs> and he's cured. And then he comes back with hey. a clean bill of health, but he already had it. Oh, my God. Hey, have you guys watched any of the Apostle David Taylor uh, YouTube videos? No. No. It's a pastor, a televangelist out of, uh, I think he's out of, like, Michigan. But uh, it's awesome. It's just the classic televangelist um, scheming for money. And uh, he's, like, he's in this deposition, and it's not even, like, about him. It's about some lady that donated, like, $6 million, and then she was destitute afterwards and had no more money and was homeless and blah 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 kind of what anyhow means. this is in a div- divorce settlement oh. but the hearing is just priceless because i mean it's like that dude that asked for 65 million dollars recently for a private jet creflo dollar mm-hmm. this is that guy one of the few but on maybe a smaller scale uh the judge is all like he just uh, asked for a Cessna. You- oh yeah exactly it, it shows here that you spent Seventeen thousand dollars on clothes at you know I don't even know high end clothes because I wear shit from Academy Walmart H and M and wow so many clothes I don't know but the fucking store like Lord and Taylor yeah he's like a yeah you know I gotta have nice clothes because those show up better on TV and and I do so many presentations that I sweat through my clothes and then. And then she's like, and I see here a $50,000 expenditure to Limo World. And he's like, yeah, I mean, we we had our car cut in half and made into a limo so we could haul around our guest. (laughs) (laughs) Just fucking priceless shit like that for two and a half hours. Uh, For a couple (laughs) years, he had a couple dependents uh, that he claimed that he had no clue who they were after the fact when the judge is like, do you know Joe Blow? And he's like, no, I've never heard that name. And she's like... He was a dependent on your tax return in 2013. (laughs) I listen to this shit when I'm mowing the yard. Where was this? It's the Apostle David Taylor on on YouTube. You can watch his deposition. It's like three hours uncut, just super corrupt. 
his dad is doing his taxes, <laughs> and th- it's just beautiful. It's uh, oh oh sorry, he's also got like a three point two million dollar uh, residential center. Uh, he says that they actually you know do training and stuff out there for the church. No, it's a fucking house. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> And the uh, the congregation paid for that, yeah. Um, you, you, I'm botching everything, every bit of it, but please look into it. It will make your Monday a lot less Monday-er. Monday-er? That makes sense. That yeah, it's a new word. It's a new word. Uh, goddamn. Well, I, I don't know what Frank is doing. He's trying to get his dog on the cast with us right now at the moment. No. Okay. I mean, my wife's on. Earl's going <laughs> to... We're not a mouse. What? We're not a mouse? You're, you're not, not males? And, and so for the longest time, when I moved to this country, ESL, right? Like, second language English. <laughs> I read Anonymous as a noni mouse. <laughs> for makes, a long time. I thought it was like a mouse named Anoni. <laughs> yeah. That was it. You okay? All right. Well, um, it's like it's like Taxi Cab Confessionals, Brian. Anoni Mouse, kin to Mickey Mouse. Yeah, Anoni is Mickey's cousin. Country? I didn't do that. <laughs> Sick ass burn, Frank. <laughs> For the record, some of us went to Ivy Leagues. That's not just all immigrants. We're not all like that. God damn, that was funny. Oh, wow. I had an immigrant, immigrant throwdown on the cast. Immigrant? Im- yeah, I fucked up. Yeah, I did. It's okay, buddy. You got all excited. You got excited. You were like, yay, here it comes. It happens. Yeah, I came before I even went in the bedroom. Yeah, that's fine. It happens to some of us, some of you. I don't know. Not me. I'm good, right? Oh, yeah. No, Mrs. Brian left the room for a second. She left for a while and she came back. Every time. So, uh, Frank, Mrs. Frank. (laughs) Frank, Mrs. Frank, what have have y'all been up to? (laughs) Switching gears. And Mrs. Frank, are you eating hummus right now? Is that what's happening? Hold on, hold on. Are they talking to me? They yeah. are. Oh, I thought we were. I thought we were ready to rock and roll here. I thought we were doing a podcast. I got it here. Yeah. Well, that's awkward. <laughs> so, we we had a great day actually today. We went to. Wow. Okay. So this is going to be real weird because you don't need to listen to my ear that doesn't have a headphone in it. <laughs> weird. Um, so yeah, we we had a good day today. We went out to the Violet Crown Trail in Austin. Um, walked about, I don't know, it was about five miles round trip, but, um, it's real hilly, right? So it's, it's the green belt. So there are, um, cliffs and, um, we had a, we had a funny situation transpired that is, it it wasn't funny at the moment, but in hindsight, I thought it was funny. Okay. I swear to Christ, if this involves Texas olive oil, I will walk off this fucking cast. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, But it might have been better if it did, if we were all lubed up. And it's an all-natural lubricant. Yeah. So, so my dog Earl uh, came on this walk with us, and he there was an area where it got really narrow, and we were right next to a cliff, and his hind legs, because Earl doesn't he doesn't always look to see where he's walking. His hind legs went off the trail, 
and it he starts slipping down a ravine and <clears throat> Mrs. Frank caught Earl and tried to pull Earl back up and Earl decided to like literally let me just move my mic so you can see both his paws were against the ravine and I turn around and Earl goes boop and just removes both of his paws yeah. like it was like Jesus take the wheel like at this point, <laughs> Mrs. Frank is just going to pull him back up, and he's good. Well, he's eighty pounds, all one hundred and fifty pounds. So down the ravine, both of them go. Oh, and yeah. I, I turn around and I'm like, "Holy shit, they're falling!" <laughs> I was like, at this point, like she goes, "No, Earl," and they both go down the ravine. <laughs> at that point, all I saw was Earl letting go, and down the ravine they went. So, my the, the the puppy Leo was at the top, and luckily, in some capacity, like my wife let go of Leo, and Earl and her are going down into the valley, and Earl just gets up like, "All right, well, that's done, let's go," um, and yeah, luckily everybody uh, there was 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 not significantly hurt, um, some scratches and. Uh, bruises from falling down, but it was it was only about fifteen feet. Um, definitely could have been worse, but yeah, Earl uh, Earl didn't quite make the walk. We we ended up finishing, um, going down, coming back, and on the way back, uh, we had to go up this big hill. It was about a half mile. Um, Earl made it up about I don't know a third of a half mile, and then I had to pick Earl up. He was overheating. What is that? A third, third of a half, half mile? mile? Yeah. Is that like yeah, a third 60 of a feet? Mile. I don't know what that is. Yeah. And I, I, put, I put him over my shoulders and carried him 80 pounds up this hill. What fraction is that? It was awful. Like, he really only went like maybe a quarter of a mile. Yeah, that's not right. Like, one sixth of a mile. <laughs> one sixth of a third of a mile. So far, um, yeah. But he, yeah, he he ended up not overheating, but he was about to. Oh, um, it was he. He had a real bad time. Earl Earl was almost dead today, and Friends, it might it might have just been because of had Earl. The hardest part of this, really, you had to carry the dog up a hill. I had to slide down a hill with him. That's no right. But you, we both survived. But, That's all them. But by the grace of Earl. Yeah, here, by here. the grace of Earl. So we ended up, then afterwards, we went to Suerte, which is a great Mexican food restaurant here in town. Good hostage great, photos. Yeah, had a great like time. Luck. Had a great time. Then we Going went to Suerte. the uh, went to the cigar vault, had some cigars and some wine. And yeah, no, all in I all, a Nate's. great day. And my wife went to Nate's as well because she didn't want to cast tonight. No, I'm casting right now. But then I convinced her. Was Nate's the place with karaoke? You really did have nothing to do with it. It's amazing what a neck massage will do. What? (laughs) Massage. (laughs) Massage. Massage. I didn't want to actually disclose, but... Okay. Now that it's out there in the open. Wow. God. We can't see below your chest. And we can't can't unhear what we just did, so... So... (laughs) It's a good thing we don't live stream YouTube. Yeah, no, not even, no. Uh, Mrs. Brian, uh, would you like to tell the people what we what we did today? 
what we set out to do. Not the suburban family bullshit, but what we did after that. The cool the cool kid <laughs> shit. We drank. Did you say suburban family bullshit? Yeah. 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 We we had to do the suburban we, we family life. We had to life. take the kiddo to dance lessons. Well, now we're here. Saturday. Now we're here. Yeah, we had a church on Saturday and then just get ripped. We went and canvassed for God. Have you ever done that? Okay. Not door to door. You ever heard about the good news about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? Cold calling. Cold calling for Jesus. Luncheon. So no, after that, uh, what do we? What do you want to tell the people? We drank. We uh, we spent the day at Lakewood. In each other's arms? Yes, in each other's arms at Lakewood. In each other's arms, yes, at Lakewood. Awesome. Um, And we got some really great beers. We got to sample... uh, Can I say this? Yeah, you can. We got to sample a beer that's not coming out until Monday. It's one of my favorite beers that Lakewood does. It's called Temptress, but they added a little peanut butter this time. Yeah, so they're making peanut butter Temptress, and it literally smells like... Reese's peanut butter cups. It is fantastic. Wow, you're you're nice. real lucky because this cast won't come out until next Saturday. So okay, no, I'm editing this one, Frank. <laughs> not you and Parker's cast that never will be heard. Apparently, uh, well, yeah. I didn't know if y'all would get in trouble if I exposed this to the millions of listeners that you had. No, That's luckily, the luckily That's the we won't. We got. It's, it's I was a third of a half mile of listeners. <laughs> a third of a quarter million. Uh, you know who's our favorite listener is Leo. Leo, Leo, and Spike listen a lot, and they love. Yeah, it. Spike loves it. Sp- yeah. We've um, learned about Spike's IQ this week, and hey, it's not hey, high. Hey. It is not high. Don't. Yeah, well, I'm sure Earl and him will get into a battle at one point, and he must Earl have taken after his dad. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Okay. I, Whoa. I'm a All right. adopted so, dad, so I'm safe, right? That's, that's I'm right. Safe. That's right. He's an actual safe. dad. Yeah. yeah. You know, so after after Lakewood, which we, we were there for their anniversary party. We yes. were just there hanging out. It was their sixth anniversary party, and it was a blasty blast. Definitely, uh, you might have heard us talking about it last year when Jay came down to visit. I definitely left more sober than I was last year. Barely. Barely more sober. <laughs> I don't know, last year she got wrecked and was given the thousand yard stare at the in and out in Addison. It was one of the more embarrassing moments I've ever had. It was having two people with me at In N Out Burger who were just blitzed out of their mind. <laughs> As you are at In N Out Burger, thinking well, that's better than Whataburger. Mrs. Brian stole yeah, Jay's last M- Mrs. Brian stole Jay's last pint. Yeah. That was thirteen point seven percent alcohol, and then slammed that. That was last yeah. year. That was last year. We've well, grown I think, so much. I think really Damn. the charge, the charge presented to the Texas Supreme Court, is not. We're not going to have an In and Out Burger. Were you blitzed at In and Out Burger? It's hey, what were you doing there instead of Whataburger? Okay, I would like to <laughs> present to the jury um, the double double animal style. Because I think I love Whataburger. I think Whataburger is great. I think nothing matches their honey butter chicken biscuit. Mm-hmm. But other than yeah. that, what about that buffalo? What about that buffalo uh, chicken sandwich? That's orgasmic. The buffalo chicken sandwich is good, but it's not as good as the double double animal style. Listen, mm. the buffalo chicken sandwich were year round. Though that's beef. why didn't they just call that the double double doggy style? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what they're like, animal style. What the fuck is that? Raw, they just call it double double raw dog in it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, 
It's all this mayo is just everywhere. Yeah. Okay, gross. Oh, that was too gross. You just screamed doggy style. Yeah, but mayo, there's imagery. Yeah, damn right there is. <laughs> Got some on your lip. What? Oh, wow. What? Did I say so? <laughs> oh! Oh my god, you guys thought I was like, talking about... Th- oh, that's disgusting. You guys are gross. Get a beer or something. Uh, you guys are serious. So after, you guys are not muted. After, no joke, after we went to Lakewood... <laughs> after we went to Lakewood, then you can go refill your wine glass. Or do you want a pour of Knob Creek? You want some Knob? I mean, I'll have there a sip go. of Knob Creek. Well, here you go. Take a sip of Knob and then tell us... Uh, Tell us, tell the people where we went after Lakewood. We went to a distillery. Goddamn right, we did. Because <laughs> you know, do you want to do? Uh, can we tell them why we went to the distillery? Yes. Why? So, so we had an hour before we told uh, Mrs. Brian's dad that we would be back to his house to pick up <laughs> her daughter, and uh, we were like, "What are huh. we gonna do? We're we gonna show up an Anonymous. hour early." Anonymous. Yeah. What? Well, and, and a mouse. Whatever. Yeah. Um. <laughs> So, a naughty mouth. What, what, a naughty what are we going to do? Show up early? No, we're going to... Kill some time. Kill some time. Make sure, you know, Grandpa gets uh, his Grandpa time in. Yeah, quality time. So we went to a distillery <laughs> in Louisville. And it was fantastic, by the way. It was... It was... A better experience than I was expecting. I'll say that. Yeah. They're old-fashioned. I, I, I Like, it tasted like ice cream. I've never had a drink like that before. Yeah, they had a maple old-fashioned there at Witherspoon Distillery in Lewis, in Old Town Louisville. And uh, the maple old-fashioned was classic old-fashioned, but the addition was apple and, and maple. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but yeah, but there's something else in there, too. Orange bitters. Yeah, that's in the standard old-fashioned. Then it was not orange bitters. Yeah. It was something else. Okay. Uh, but it was, it was really good. Wait, was it Angostina bitters? No, it was, uh, it was a different, it, uh, it was some like crafty shit bitters. It was uh, enough to where they charged eight bucks a, eight bucks a glass. They give you celebrity names for your ticket. So you have hmm. to tab out as that celebrity. We were Jamie Foxx. Yeah. I went as the Ray version of Jamie Foxx. So I was blind the entire time. They just kept grabbing boobs. Uh, Kanye so, West was sitting on one side of us. There was also Mariah Carey. So that's wow. fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It yeah. was uh, star studded. Uh, this is not the truth, right? This is all. No. No, this is 100% true. true. They give you select. It's like, I don't know if you guys have a Twisted Root burger, but Twisted Root does the same thing where they give you celebrities. <laughs> Sometimes I have those dreams too. Okay. <laughs> she <laughs> thinks you're crazy. Okay, hold on. Right. So you sat between Kanye West and someone so... else at a burger joint. I'm sorry. Uh, no, 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 it was a distillery. Frank following. It was a distillery. Frank, we were at a distillery. That's why way to come in halfway through the story. He's embarrassing. In, in, He's embarrassing. So sorry. for your tab, they give you a name. Yes. Oh, got it. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I get yeah. it now. I he was it. very concerned that we met Mariah Carey today. Yeah, I'm more <laughs> concerned that you were in the same room as it's Kanye, Kanye West. West. <laughs> no one knows what ends up uh, happening after that. No, and I was just saying Twisted Root, they do the same thing. So, like, when they call out your order on the loudspeaker, they don't call your name. They say, like, Anne Hathaway, will you come pick up your burger? I like that. Yeah, That's it's cool. pretty cool. Yeah, cool. It's, it's good, I guess, yeah. if you're trying to avoid, like, a... A CD stalker or something like that. You don't have your name blasted out. Definitely, you know? yeah. 
Yeah. So Brian, Har- Harvey Weinstein, your order is ready. <laughs> Everybody's <God>. like, ugh. <laughs> well, we forgot to remove that one from the line. <laughs> that uh, one is still in the deck. We got to get that one out of the deck. They're yeah, like yeah, Matt Lauer. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, can we get Matt down to the brass tacks here? Okay. Uh, sure. All right. So we should have an audio drop for that. Actually, I think like we should we should probably say that more, and then the audio drop just goes. Like brass tacks falling, right? Like, like Ooh, brass tacks. Is that what that means? Because I have always thought like that had something to. Do- okay, never mind. I always no, thought it had something this. to do well, with money. That was money. an old game. Hold on, hold on, Wait. Mrs. Brian. What did All you right. think brass tacks were? Before? I I did not understand that brass tacks were like an actual thing. I always oh. thought it had something to do with money. Well, oh, it, like T-A-X. Yes. Oh, not T-A-C-K-S. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Nope. Nope. I, yes. Now, these are <laughs> now, I, now it makes sense. Okay. Post up paper with, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Thank, thanks for clearing that up. We're learning and hey, growing as a, as a podcast. As an ESL kid, I can commiserate with the fact that <laughs> <laughs> brass tags or something else. You know what? I, I developed our, our sound drop for Brass Tacks. It's going to be you? dead air for like five seconds after you Brian, say it. Brian, Brian. Uh-huh. Was your mind blown that I knew how and when to say commiserate? Because I feel uh-huh. like. No, Blink 182 taught all of us. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Nicely oh. done, Mrs. Oh. Brian. Yeah. Oh, oh Mrs. Brian. I feel Cheers. insulted now. You should. You should. You should feel very small, like a very small person. Yeah. Always, I know you'll be at my show. Um, so, <laughs> master baiting. Say it ain't so. Seriously, I will not come. Nope. Carry me. Home. Oh, that's not it. Okay, sorry. Why? Um, why wouldn't you come? I will someone come. Have to carry you home. Uh, yeah. No, Blue no, no, no. C-O-M-E, C-O-M-E, come on, people. Got it. Wow. Got it. Wow, get your head out of the gutter. Well, you said blow. Unbelievable. I'm with my wife on the cast. There's no way. Wow. Um, brass so, sex. Okay, so brass sex. coming or what? <laughs> wow. Maybe later. Oh! God damn it. this man. <laughs> <laughs> no, Frank, Josh, you're gonna get you drunk and sleep on the back porch tonight. Oh shit! You know the temperature's perfect. He stands up. He stands up and hits a volunteer to sleep on the. Stands up and hits the old. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? <laughs> That's how I feel. Um, so, uh, Parker, you indicated earlier. You have a okay. grinds my gears, and we have never had the wives on for a, a grinds my gears. So I'd like to. Me and Mrs. Uh, Brian have been on. Not for a grinds my gears. All right, I got a sound drop for this. A, a grinds my gears. I thought we did a grinds my gears on the white. Case. Not with Parker. Oh, not with Parker. Well, y'all aren't listening to the man, <laughs> which I'm used to not listening to him. But at least I got that. <laughs> okay. All right, let's, let's play it. Parker, tell me what's going to get you all fired up. All right, got a couple here. 
uh, read receipts on emails. Like, go fuck yourself. (laughs) Just do not – no, fuck you, big brother, okay? I will read it when I damn well please, and you will have no knowledge of what time I read it. Do not read receipt me. Fuck off. That's that's just fucking Susan in accounting saying, see, on uh, on J- January 14th, it shows that he saw it. Okay. Well, yeah, motherfucker. I was really busy that day too, but I just happened to click on your email. So I will flag it and I will follow up, okay, sweetheart? Can we can we also discuss the fact that red, red read, read read yeah roads yeah come on now <laughs> english what are we doing here okay what, what are we doing hey don't you fucking bring your ESL segment into my grinds my gear segment, okay? <laughs> yeah, you had your Texas olive just, oil segment. Let I, him have his goddamn read just, receipts. Well, I'll be honest. I hate, I've, yeah, read, I've, read I've, my entire life thought that it said read receipt, not read. Yeah, okay, I I'll call be, them read be, receipts because I send them at work all the time, Parker. Oh Did God. they read them? Have they read them? It could go either way, just like Frank's sex life. Um, <laughs> That's so true. That's so true. See, Mrs. Frank uh, can confirm. Anyhow, no, those just drive me off the wall. It's like, what? No, fuck off. All right, I'll get back to you when I get back to you. Anybody? Does anybody have issues with these, or is this just me? And I think it's a conspiracy. Sometimes I send high importance level emails, and and, uh, uh, I don't get good responses with that. I send them at work. Point. Yeah. I send them at work, but it's only because I legally have to. Because the state of Texas could come back to me and say, "Did you give this person this information?" and I can show them like, "Yes, I did." And they read it. So that's the only reason why I send them. Otherwise, I I totally wouldn't. Parker, I say, Parker. "Mrs. Brian, did you hit the little red exclamation point before you press send?" Oh yeah, I always. No. Oh. Really? Yeah, cuz it's important. Like you do know that that reduces the importance. Important. That literally takes about ten points off of yeah. every importance level email. <laughs> Whenever I see that, I laugh. Yeah, and like, it's usually not like super important stuff that people press the important thing, and I'm like, "Yeah, I got it. Uh, we're going to Coney Islander on Friday. Cool." I'm, I'm definitely. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm going to open this after I open that email about my daily deals from Groupon. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to skirt that one that I know she always sends read receipts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, read receipt? All right. Well, fair enough. I'll see my water bill before I see this one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> so, moving on. Cops in general, but <laughs> cops. <sighs> okay, I got to. A lovely cop tonight. Yeah, he was sort of a fucking hard ass and a piece of shit. Oh my yeah. god, he was not. What if he listens to this podcast? I don't care. He's a he doesn't. Hey. hey, hey, Mrs. Brian. Hey, uh, he's he's feared his wife into concealed carrying for him. What the fuck is? What are we talking about? What happened? What the fuck is going on? I, I brought up. I know you He was awesome. He was a nice, lovely gentleman with, with a nice was he hot? wife, really. Was he hot? Did He's he write Frank right. a ticket? Okay. Yeah, okay. He was a bit of a trick. You, you, he was a little short. Been mad. A little on the short side. Okay. But you Did know he have what? a half Sizes of a thumb? And everything. 
What? <laughs> I said, did he have half of a thumb? <laughs> I don't think the, the podcast clientele no. will know that reference. Oh, they do. Oh, they do. Well, if they've listened from the start, like at least true. half a million have. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's the wrong fraction. A third, a third of, of a, a quarter million. of a million yeah. listen to it, and they know. That is well, accurate. They'll well, email that's... each other, they'll figure it out. Are you telling us that Frank is going to have a police uniform for role-playing next week? <laughs> it's possible. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. Is that the fame of the podcast day. next week? Yeah. yeah <laughs> Frank reports back. Title next week. Frank Safeword. That's all it is. It's, it's Frank Safeword. Role-playing start or end in the bedroom. Uh, I had a report of some underage right. smoking here. Actually, it's, either, it's, either, it's, either, it's either Frank reports back or Frank conceals and carries. Oh, God oh. damn it. No. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> God. <laughs> I'm just gonna say Mrs. Brian is dying. <laughs> okay, so booing me right there. It was it was the the listeners needed that. They you're needed comedy that. seller level gold here, okay? Oh, is so it? You're sitting there fucking not laughing. I'm up on my high horse. Not <laughs> your attitude at the door. All right, Parker, what do you got? What do you got on cops? What do you got on cops here at Comedy Cellar tonight? <sighs> Backroom Tuesday. Um at the Comedy Cellar. <laughs> Backdoor Saturday here. Barely legal. Uh, yeah. No, cop cars and they fucking keep them running. Everywhere. They go to the gas station. They go in to eat. They go to Walmart. They go. It's like, fuck off, man. Those are my tax dollars that I'm watching just burn away while, while you're in there at the donut shop. Like, uh, that just drives me up the wall. It was a Chick fil A the other day, and they're just out there running. It's like 115. <laughs> so, yeah. Fuck I, you I and your I Dell computer. Focus, Shut it off. Focus on the, like, I don't know. The abuse. The abuse. going to say. Dude, you're getting a Dell. There are just Dude, a you're getting arrested and shot and for no reason. There are just a couple of things ahead of the fact that <laughs> yeah. they're Yeah. yeah. 250 but, a gallon, whatever. They don't do that here in Dallas because people will actually steal those fucking cop cars. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, I, I don't know how they lock they up the youth pastor down the road. Yeah. You know, you know. They lock them and they're running. Like so, start them or something. Terrible grinds my gears. Boo. Now, hey, dick face. <laughs> this is not where you get to evaluate my grinds my gears. This is what me. I sort of is. Okay, you let Special Olympics <laughs> do his grinds my gears segment. <laughs> okay. Okay. Thirdly, here. Thirdly, cop cars leaving them running is just a blatant. Freaking misuse a, of tax dollars, but that's maybe just me. It's literally um, it's the equivalent of hanging your ball sack out the front of your uh, out the front of your trousers and going, "What are you going to say about it, huh? What are yeah. you going to say about it?" I get that part. I get that. Thank you. Like, just shut your fucking car off. Like, you know, everybody else. Just everybody. But it's hot outside, Parker. 
Why is, yeah. is that? Yeah. Is there a What is that? Uh, Miss Miss Frank, is this is is this the accent that you want him to use during role play? <laughs> a, a horrible no, Boston accent? Confused. Baca, this is New York. Okay. Uh, what? Why is Arnold Schwarzenegger in New York? <laughs> Sometimes we don't know what kind of immigrant we are. Uh, <laughs> she said right, mate. <laughs> right. No, listen, there's never a mistake here. It's 100% oh. South African are on we, this side. Are we South African tonight? Uh. <laughs> 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 this is how I was Okay, Brian. Okay. You play um, the South African tonight, and I'll play the Jersey cop with the old school mag light. Okay, you do that, and Mrs. Frank... Whatever, whatever uh, accent you just threw out, do you continue that the rest of the night? Because oh, okay. sounds good. We will do that. Uh, Parker, can you please uh, discuss your uh, next grind my gears, please? Si, senor. Wait, but I'd like to say, okay. I really like the cops. Uh-huh. Usually they're pretty sexy. Did you say cops or something else? <laughs> yeah, there's a P in there. <laughs> there was a P in there. <laughs> okay. We diverge. Okay. The th- Aggress. Third Aggress. Dig- yeah. Right. Aggress. Yeah, we split okay, paths. It's language for us, so it's okay. It's not a big deal. I think Robert Frost wrote about that. Yeah. Um, okay. Who? Fucking Shark Week. Robert Frost? Oh. I love Shark Who Week. Shit about Shark Week. I get my panties in a bunch every week about Shark Week. Shark, <laughs> shark, shark Week? Shark? You shark in your panties? Shark Week? <laughs> <laughs> Discovery Channel does not dedicate a week to people trusting a toot too much. Yet. <laughs> yeah, so. I'm definitely positive we will uh, post this as a last call, right? It's going to be a last call. There's no way that this is not a last call. What does call. that mean? Uh, it's not a normal episode, yeah? Why? Uh, well, you just you said short. Short week. <laughs> well, you said short week, and then you directed to shark week, and it's not the same. Shark? Shark. Shark. Shark is you sitting and farting in your pants at the same time. Yeah. Which yeah. Parker did uh, <laughs> earlier this year. For a, for a whole week, yeah. Can you imagine? Did you even have enough clean underwear for that? My fucking stomach hurts. I'm not saying I was not the one who said it. I'm just questioning the person. But you know how many some, underwear I have. I have some interviewing skills. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to draw out the facts, okay? All right. Stop with the accent. I'm about to kill myself. Can you stop Sarah Huckabee Sandersing this? Oh. oh, god damn it! Uh, you, so ru- like you, ruined, you ruined Shark Week. <laughs> Remember a couple weeks ago when we mentioned that that Sarah Huckabee Sanders is going to pop up on Amateur Night <laughs> at the Doll's House? Oh god! Uh, yes. And then we talked I, about her beautiful smoky brown eye. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, Mrs. Bryan is offended by that. Yeah, where's Mrs. That's... Parker? <laughs> she is working currently. Yeah. I know, I know. Yeah. I know she, what that's she like works nights. <laughs> um, Does she? <laughs> anyways. Times are tough. I put her out on the corner. <laughs> All right. So it's a, it's uh, a low traffic we, corner, it's sad. Shark week. Like yeah. you can 
Okay, you don't have to. This is 2018. You're not fucking limited to whenever Discovery Channel decides to play programs about sharks. You can go on at any time on the World Wide Web's and and watch shark anything, everything, as long as you want, as much as your heart desires. Don't wait for this Shark Week and then post your stupid fucking pictures of your kids wearing shark hats and you got a shirt with a shark on it and you're all sitting there like a fucking bunch of. Walmart people like <laughs> Shark Week like that was probably cool in like I don't know 98 whenever they first started doing it but I just don't get it it grinds my gears and, and and this segment's about me so you know fuck if it. it doesn't grind your gears that's what I remember watching Shark Week in the early 90s like 92 93 with my brother uh, and I thought that was the coolest shit ever because back then Shark Week started at like 9 p.m. Because it was like, ooh, this content might be too violent for a regular... And it was cool as shit. It was just a bunch of sharks eating seals and stuff. It was pretty dope. And then when they started measuring speeds of sharks as they were flying out of the water off the coast of South Africa, I was like, I'm done with this. I'm, I can't be bothered with this nonsense. This I remember is f- last year when they raced a person. Michael Phelps a versus a yeah. fucking shark. Yeah, Brian, do you remember that year where they put Kellyanne Conway against the shark? <laughs> no, I don't. The twenty six. Remember, remember, remember. Yeah, yeah. Shark Week. Okay, so I get over yourself, Shark Week. I don't remember it in the early nineties because I never had cable growing up. Well, we I didn't stole cable. cable until college. So yeah, um, but. I could see how it would be cool then because, again, you didn't have the world at your disposal, at your fingertips on your phone. You know, yeah. like you were limited whenever they played clips of badass sharks just yeah. murdering the shit out of seals. Yeah. But now it's just like, stop it. Just stop it. You're just you know, doing this for your stupid little Facebook picture. In order, in order not to age myself, I call it the early aughts. That's what I do. I normally go early aughts, early 90s. And then I go late aughts, the aughts. That definitely okay. ages you, Frank. Yeah, absolutely yeah. does. Uh-huh. So, yeah. so, Parker, to your point, it, it of, might just be me. It might just be. It me. is. It is. Uh, to your <laughs> point, Parker, you you were talking about you were talking about how dare you like how dare Discovery Channel make me wait until Shark Week if I want to watch some shit about sharks, I'll go on anytime. Yeah, yeah, that's I mean, how I listen. feel about that's how I feel about America's Funniest Home Videos. Fuck that show. There's YouTube. That's what YouTube's for. I yeah. go watch that yeah. shit. I'll just go watch fail compilations twenty four seven or drunk. But better yet, you never see drunk people on American Funniest America's Funniest Home Videos. You never no. do. And if they are, they're family in, show. They're nah, in it's cutting. a cheap laugh. It's a cheap laugh. Oh, that's a cheap it's laugh. Cheap Have laugh. you ever seen a drunk girl dancing on top of a glass table singing on a little teapot? Fact, I've seen Derek do that. Okay, well, yeah, uh, yeah, in real life, but on America's Funniest Home Videos. Never seen it happen, and you never see that glass break, and the last thing you see before the video cuts off is her going, I That's think true. there's glass in my... And it just stops. The video ends. You know why? Because if, if they kept it going, it'd be a life flight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Take it off from their front lawn. <laughs> what happened here? Okay, uh, Remember E-Bombs here's World? Jugular. Yes, I loved E-Bombs World. That's where I saw the yeah. milk and cereal video for the first time. That was the original. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, uh, that's where I first saw the lady, speaking of uh, vineyards and... and mm-hmm. The grape salting video! Yes. 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 Oh my god, that lady, like, I think she was seriously 
<laughs> the grape stomping she's, lady? Yes. Where she falls and like just ow, 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 This is like live on the air. Yeah. <clears throat> we'll cut back to John yeah, in a and, minute. And, and then you just back to you, Bob. Hold on. Let's just let's just take this moment. I love how afterwards they're like, ooh, that looks like it Ooh, ow, ooh. Grape. That's uh, Stomping Lady that's one Falls. Of the classics. Yep. Yeah, you, that is one of the classics. Yep. Did you find it? Damn right I did. Ready? ready to try it? Yeah, sure. Let's go. Oh, disgusting. Let's All right. Go. Ready? Give us a 30-second time. Here we go. So She's stomping on here? grapes. She's doing a morning like news broadcast. Who does the best stomping? We're stomping Charles grapes in a shoes. plastic bucket. Measuring cups are down below, right? Yeah, yeah that's cool. She tries to cheat. I'm skipping ahead. Here we go. She's trying to cheat. No, you don't. You will hope she's dead. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, man. She sounds like a dog howling at a siren there for a second. Ow, ow, ow. You know, that's what she gets well, for trying to fucking cheat. Fuck her. Dude, I think she saying, punched her own lung. <laughs> Still. There's only one appropriate way to crush grapes, and she clearly... Oh, here we go. Are they are they Texas only grapes or are they blends? To why not? Why not? Yeah. Back over well, yeah. just, we'll He's still that. trying to promote why not. If you're not pushing with the heels, you're failing. No, it's not work. Failing like Palin can crush grapes. Mary failing. Yeah, Mary failing. <laughs> How so, many bumper stickers are in Oklahoma that say that? Oh, the lame duck. Way too many. Actually, way too few. Uh, Brian, can we do a beer count? Sure. Hold on. Fuck it. Let's do it. Oh. Hear ye, hear ye. It's time for a beer count. Listen to this track. Beers. Beer. We, all, we, all, we all drinking? Uh, I had two founders, and I also polished off a Guinness drought. Drought. <laughs> drought. <Man. laughs> it, hasn't, it hasn't rained in Ireland for quite some time. Stout. Stout. Yeah. Anyways, it was you a good one. A Guinness draft and, and their extra stout draft, whatever that bottle is, is phenomenal. Um, I like it. This but, is one of the nitro cans. Mm, that's my. That's good. Too. That's my desert island beer. A little ping pong in there. Yeah. Please tell me you didn't ping. drink it out of the can. No, I caught it in a pilsner glass here. You'd be happy. Okay, I am. You'd be hard proud of me. I am. Uh, poured hard. Yeah. <laughs> Did you pour hard? And here's proof. Hey, oh, yeah. good for you. Um. Sounds like there's uh, polka music happening at Parker's house right now. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel, I feel like someone turned Frank, on the phone. Frank, where are you uh, at in your beer journey this evening? Uh, 
Um, I'm at a Buelo 7 Año um, rum in my beer journey tonight. Okay. <laughs> Grandpa 7-year rum? Yeah, it's very good. Um, so I, uh, I had a cocktail at the, the Mexican place, had some wine, uh, had a beer at the cigar vault. And then I was like, okay, well, I don't really want more beer because I was quite full. So I switched over to some rum with, uh, yeah, some ice and a little bit of Coke. It's good. It's, I wouldn't do a straight, uh, well, I mean, some people could do a, a straight snifter. This is a little bit too ethanol-y for me to do a straight snifter. Cut it with some water, a little bit of ice. It's a good rum, but it's a very uh, um, very sweet rum. It's very sweet. Um, but it's good. I enjoy it. It's it's tasty. But that's, yeah, that's what I'm having. I'm on my uh, second, well, I guess you call it second. It's I pour a shot into each glass and... It's my second glass with a Coke. So, Mrs. Brian, where are you at in your beer journey with wine this evening? I am done with my wine that I started about two hours ago. And she poured the rest of the bottle two hours ago, and it almost filled up her wine glass. Okay, let's not be critical. It was. Well, it was. It was uh, seven eighths of three quarters of the wine glass was full. <laughs> here's, here's what I think should happen here. Okay, I feel like you're in the magic room there. Mr. Brian, yeah, you you take out what you think Mrs. Brian would appreciate the most out of that beer cellar of yours, mm. and you mm. do what any good man would do, and you pour her some of that, mm. and then let's hear her live reaction um, here in about five minutes once you get a chance to do it. But first, tell us what you're having and how many drinks you're on, and then let's let's do this. So you know, this has been a day long journey. We had eight beers at the anniversary party, a full flight of whiskeys at the distillery. Uh, I had, I've been drinking a lot of bourbon lately, a lot of bourbon and American whiskeys. So I've had a full pour of the old knob, full, full Glen Karen, full of, of knob Creek hunter proof during this cast. Mm. Um, I've also mm. had a full, a full pour of, uh, old Forester straight bourbon and, uh, then I've had that bread of rosé. So I'm going to guess uh, one beer. That's all I've had. I've only had one this entire cast. So it's been good. Uh, so what do you what do you like about that uh, Old Knob Creek uh, Hunter Proof? Because that's that can be quite an offensive bourbon oh, for a no. lot of people. Oh, if you if you think that's offensive, um, that's actually one of my favorites. Yeah. Is, uh, but what do you enjoy about it? And what I'm saying is, is a lot of people find that to be offensive. Period. I, yeah. Doing? If you're drinking it straight like I am, it's it's not approachable for a lot of people. But I get a lot of sweet, like almost honey sweetness off of it. A lot of uh, cherries uh, okay. come out of it, and it's pretty nice. I will say, I've learned in my whiskey drinking journey, it's about the it's the glass has a lot to do with the the way you perceive the spirit. Um. When I was drinking out of like a brandy snifter, holy shit. You can't smell anything. You just taste heat because that's all you smell is alcohol. And uh, it's not a very enjoyable experience. But in the old Glencairn, it smells nice. It's It tastes really nice. And you don't get like a full mouthful every time you take a sip. You take like a nice small sip, just enough to splash across your tongue. And it's a, it's a good time. 
But if you, you also, uh, sorry, not to interrupt, but do you also find <clears throat> so? My suggestion for people if they're trying to like a, a multi peaty scotch, um, anything that's quite heavy um, to the tongue, alcohol wise, I cut it with a little bit of ice and a little bit of water. So, yeah, you can do that. However, uh, with American whiskeys, keep in mind, if you're doing that with scotch, that's perfectly fine. But if you're doing it with American whiskeys, um, the barrel that the whiskey's aged in has a lot to do with the big flavors that you're getting. So American whiskeys having to be aged on mm-hmm. fresh oak barrels, uh, you get a lot of wood character. Adding water adding water to oaky beers like that. They don't, or oaky whiskeys, they don't do anything. It just makes the whiskey, it just waters the alcohol down. Yeah. Um, whereas if you do it with a whiskey with a lot of uh, complexity, oil complexities, so scotches and uh, blended whiskeys uh, from like Colorado whiskey or Canadian whiskey, if you add water to that, it does add a little bit of complexity and allows your it allows you to pick up on more things. If you are also switching from lower ABV drinking, like I have been, um, to spirit drinking, it, watering it down will allow your palate to adjust. Like it won't be blasted with alcohol, and that's all you taste. You, no. Watering it down, you can pick up some nuanced flavors. However, in these American whiskeys, it doesn't do a whole lot. Most of it, it just kills the flavor altogether. So I'll just I'll be honest, I might not be an American whiskey drinking person then because I can't do rum, whiskey, scotch, any of that without a a cut touch of water and it's got to be kind of cold. So yeah, that's just me, but I, I do enjoy my rums. I enjoy uh, good scotches. It's just um, here and there um, kind of to, I'll have two beers and some scotch and you know, like I, I can't go start the night at 6 p.m., drink two scotches, and then switch to anything. Well, um, I will say I might start with some lagers, start with some beer, do two or three beers, and then have my scotch or have my rum or whatever. Then I can do that. Yeah, I made a mistake in that uh, before y'all joined, I was on playing FIFA mm. and drinking bourbon. And about halfway through that Bretta Rosé, which is a sour beer. Mm-hmm. I thought I was going to have to go throw up because it was just it was, there was a World War Three happening in my stomach. It yeah, was it's bad. It's switching back and forth with with like liquor, not not only liquor but like something as sweet. And bourbon's actually pretty sour too. Uh, some of them can be, yes. Yeah. So if you switch back and forth between like a sourish sweet bourbon to to something akin to a beer it it is difficult you you end up feeling kind of nauseous because your stomach just doesn't feel right i i i've had that before rule of thumb liquor before beer you're in the clear beer before liquor never been sicker i i follow that that sometimes but i find the opposite to be true like if i do beer before it it actually ends up being a little bit better but that's just me. It also has a lot to do because with Because I also don't drink super heavy beers. Like I Brian knows I'm a I'm a pussyfooting around beer drinker. Well what we just poured um, on Frank's suggestion is a beer that I've had sitting around for eight months now. The wife and, hates uh, it. No, this is this was her go to go to. Is that ego tripping at the gates of ale? 
You know that's not the answer, Parker. You didn't hear. You didn't hear uh, a yeah. fucking an army of paper towels and cut in curse words coming yeah. flying out. Look at that nice little like eighth inch head there. Yeah, no. that's not it. That's Never not mind. It. Yeah, that is not that beer. This is one of I would say out of the best beers I've ever had. This definitely makes like the top three. Yeah. So, Frank, you thought I was going to pull out some bullshit. I pulled out the big dogs. For your your suggestion, well, so this is uh, so we can tell what it is. Sorry, this is Rough Tales uh, Bourbon Barrel Polar Eclipse, and they, they're Rough Tales out of Oklahoma City, right? Yes. yes, and they're actually getting a new facility in North Side of Oklahoma City uh, coming up pretty soon. So, wow, congrats to them! Big shouts. They released so, a, a blog post on it earlier. Sorry, no, no worries, Mrs. Brian. What do you taste in that beer? Like, Good. what do, what do you enjoy most about the beer? It's just good. I, I, it's just good. I don't know. I can't tell you, like, what's in a beer that I like. I just mm. like it. It's just good. Hmm. Do you so, taste some coffee in there? Uh, nope. Yeah. No? So, there... <clears throat> Is there did coffee? You, no, not on this one. So, I, full disclosure, when we had this beer back in December... This beer rocks in at nine ninety nine a twelve ounce can. We stood in line for it in the freezing ass cold. I was gonna say we stood in line for probably about an hour, and it was Ugh. twenty degrees or yeah, less. It was fucking cold. Yeah. So when we had it uh, that day, and then we had you know subsequent cans since uh, in the last eight months, uh, it has been very very good. This uh, has not, has not aged to the way that I would like, but it aged to the way that I expected it to it's with their canning. It's very good. <clears throat> it is very thin now. Yeah. Some of the creaminess that it's had, that it had fresh is gone. That's just oxidation. It's very sweet too. This is much sweeter than the original. That's oxidation. Uh, we'll do that. Also, malt shift. Is happening here, so you don't get the bright, vibrant malts that you have in the original. Because the original, yeah. Um, and remember, not all not all beers are are packaged to age. This one is not. Uh, so if if you ever get a package of beer, whether it be a bottle, can, what have you, and it says drink fresh, you might want to take them at their word and go ahead and drink it. So this is, and for the record, this one doesn't say drink fresh, but. Uh, it it still has a bourbon barrel char- bourbon barrel character. It's still got a full on Russian Imperial Stout like uh, ABV. I, I can still taste the alcohol presence is there. It's not overwhelming. It's actually really enjoyable, but it's just sweet and doesn't taste as good as it did eight months ago. It's definitely a heavier beer though. Like I I don't normally drink beer unless it's cold outside. And this is one of my go-to winter beers. Yeah, I. Wait, so, so I mean, this thing almost has like black licorice coming off of it. You always have to stand in line for this beer. No, 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 no. And yeah. that's what that's what we learned. This is the last time that we fucking went. And I was stood gonna in line. say because she said. It's one of my go-to winter beers. Like you pick this up at the Seven Eleven. Yeah, because when we <laughs> well, went back, that. when we went back a couple months later, they had it there again. Well, oh. because. My number one go-to Seriously? beer is in Ohio. <laughs> Seriously? And it's, oh, sorry, Frank. 
<laughs> my number one go-to beer is in Ohio, and it's nowhere like they don't distribute it here. Oh, it's Christmas Christmas House Ale. Ale. It is Great Lakes Brewing Company. Their bourbon, or what is it? It's barrel aged Christmas ale. Uh, the, ba- the listen, the barrel aged. It's not because it's called Christmas, right? That no, it's an actual. It so tastes it. like Christmas. I've never tasted so, Christmas before. Christmas. Like, <laughs> I'm dead serious. You sound Listen, crazier. Brian. You sound I know crazier. I sound insane, <laughs> but it's true. If you want to taste Christmas, this is the beer. They, they, it tastes like pie needles sticking you in the roof of your mouth through to your nose. Fur. It just tastes like a fur branch just gets yeah. dragged from, what you, from butthole to mouth. It literally, it, it like tastes exactly like everything. Like pie needles, cinnamon, vanilla, right in your Nutmeg. gut. Like it t- hey, it- this is Brian. Yeah. You already gearing up for the Christmas season? You got your game plan down, Pat? Oh, like, definitely. Put so, the little- this next weekend, we're going to yeah. Oklahoma, and we're going to North Pole City, so I can go ahead and get some ideas. And then, nice. like, two weeks from now, we'll go to the biggest... Um, Christmas store in the state of Texas, which is the decorators warehouse. I've already got a list of things that I need to buy there. But we've been need to buy. Yeah, definitely <laughs> right. need to buy. But we've already gone to Hobby Lobby and bought a stocking for our dog and we bought a couple other things. Mm-hmm. I'm in full on Christmas mode now. Yeah, the father right. the father in law and I have really have to go work on renting the uh articulating uh lift so we can put Christmas lights on our fucking house this year. <laughs> Because we're not we're not playing this game of paying someone twelve hundred dollars with the fucking Christmas lights up on our house. Yeah, you got it, but you got to start reserving that shit. Yeah, that's no joke. We are one hundred and forty two days away from Christmas, but we're only eighty eight days away from when we start decorating. Yeah, we so, start decorating on November first. Ha- yeah, November first. It has we have decorated on Halloween before. Yeah, we have. Mm hmm. Huh. But you know, not right. the outside. Not the outside because we're not fucking crazy. Yeah, people. the outside we don't do until after Thanksgiving. Oh well, you guys are fucking rebels. I do that standards. shit as soon as I'm ready, which is normally November tenth. Okay, <laughs> right about that time, I throw it up. Frank, I, oh, I, I wanted to, I wanted to proposition you. For and then, and then, the and then, hold on. Then I normally drink nowadays a ton of Pedialyte afterwards because last time I got dehydrated. Yeah. You almost fucking <laughs> died last year. <laughs> ended up getting heart palpitations. Don't oh want my those. God. Don't want those. Uh, uh, you're getting old, Frank. Yeah, Frank right. I right. tell you gout. what. Mr. Gout. <laughs> Frank, Mr. I'll tell you. Mr. Gout, that's my name. <laughs> they call me Mr. Gout. <laughs> I got my toes is locking up. That's right. What's going on? What, oh, what, what, what you talking about, Gout? Hey, listen, what'd you find for the cheapest assisted living facilities in your area? Uh, I might move in. About tree fitty. Uh, it's called suicide. Hey, <laughs> The cheapest. Hey, yeah. Hey, yeah, buy a, a bullet, bullet and rent a, a gun. God damn it, Parker, you and I have the same thing. Uh, Not 22 cents. <laughs> uh, can, um, can buy a bullet. Me and you, and uh, our periods have synced, haven't they, Brian? They have. <laughs> Usually it's. It's Mrs. Brian and Frank that I have to worry about singing up. Uh, uh, come and go. Oh, no, Frank, here, I have a proposition for you. 
I won't buy your Sonata because I know you're really trying to unload that. But what I'm if saying it's available? What if I paid you a case of Pedialyte to climb your happy ass up on the roof of my house and <laughs> put the Christmas lights up? Dude, it's I would happily a, put up Christmas okay, lights. Okay, cool. So let I'm me. Like fucking. I have never in my adult life had lights on the house. Because okay. Full disclosure. No, no. In our house in Little Elm, you had you had Christmas lights on the Ryan, outside of the house. Those were not lights. They are. They were. But you plug them in. And they lit up kind of around the house. Mrs. Brian, did you see my lights last year? Have you seen yes, my lights? Yes, and they looked great. And I, I asked Frank, Brian about okay, them. Full disclosure, Frank. Our roof, the peak of our roof is at about 30 feet. Okay? Okay. We have a 25-foot ladder. Are you gonna You're going to have to work out the math. Absolutely not. <laughs> okay. Well, here's the real question. It's about pitch. It's about the pitch of the roof. Steep. It's yeah. deep. It's extremely steep. Our our firefighter neighbor wouldn't even climb up there. He looked uh, at it okay. and goes, "Is he pretty hot?" Um, no, <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> i I will come assist you in putting it up. I don't. I don't have like fear of being on ladders. No, no here's the deal, guys. You, have, if you want to look at some staggering figures? Look how many people die and or are paralyzed every year. <laughs> oh, oh, oh my god! Safety guy. Listen, saying, Mr. Six foot ladders. <laughs> you fall, you hit your figures. dome just right. Lights out, buddy. <laughs> that's why. That's why the lights that you got from Hobby Lobby. That's you know why Parker. <laughs> you visit you visit you visit click steakhouse too many times gout 31 no parker i like how parker parker just rattled off all these statistics meanwhile fast forward four months when he's telling us about how he put up his christmas lights at one o'clock in the morning after exactly. everyone went to sleep exactly <laughs> true that will happen yeah. again <laughs> full on leds Dude, you guys know I do my best work at night, and I'm not just talking about in the sack. I'm talking hey, about last night. Last night, I've got a pile of like limbs and stuff. I tri- I trimmed the hedges out front last night at about midnight. God, your neighbors must hate you. Yeah. Please tell me it was a oh, gas-powered trimmer. <laughs> no, oh. it was electric. Okay, I'm a gentleman. I mean, that is still loud as shit. They're and sleeping well. Oh, anyhow. All I will say is, is I put lights, the lights on my house. I don't have a super steep roof, but I'm happy, no. Brian. If you need someone to get on a ladder to do the pitches of your roof, and I'm pretty sure your angles aren't that sharp, but the pitches probably are. I, I'm happy to come over and, and help you put up some lights. Don't, hey, that extension ladder, you want a one to four ratio, okay? <laughs> It's a 20-foot extension ladder. You want that base of the ladder to be five feet away from the base of your house, okay? That's to ensure that the angle is not too steep that you fall over backwards and not too shallow that you slide out. You want to watch YouTube videos? What? I appreciate that. So, Brian, what I'm going to need you to do... I'm gonna need, you're going to need a 50-foot ladder. <laughs> I'm going to need you to go uh, at least invest in a reasonable-sized ladder. Uh-huh. Um, and I'll happily come put up your lights. So now well, it's, we were going to get between... one of those lift buckets. Yeah. Well, then, yeah, I'm happy to put those up. <laughs> what are you talking about here? 
literally uh, like, oh yeah, no, you gotta drive us around, but it's a fucking Rolls Royce. Oh, okay. Okay, <laughs> now, now, now we're talking fall protection. Oh god, you gotta tether <laughs> in. Make sure you tether Lanyard. in and harness. We've got a neighbor that puts his Christmas lights up with one every year. He is a bit of a fucking psychopath. I will say this. He is. Well, Brian, I know you just have a fear of heights in general. I do. I fucking hate it. If you're going to rent a cherry picker, I will come put up all of your lights. That's not um, the right name for the piece of equipment that you just listed. Yeah, it yeah. is. No, cherry picker is something you hook to a fucking car engine and pull that uh-huh. out. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, okay. Well, okay. Okay. Be formal was, about this, you right, know. That we I don't call them Christmas lights; we call them fucking lights. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry, sorry, I didn't mean to jew the situation up for you, Frank. Fucking lights, okay. you gotta put them on the house. Right. <laughs> God, I'm done with this shit. All right, <laughs> Mrs. Brian, you clearly came on this show tonight with some. You you had some bones to pick, and we haven't gone to those yet. Oh, I do. Uh, yeah, so uh, what, no, that was your wife that came on with the yeah. beef. Yeah, <laughs> well, she didn't come up with beef. But uh, Mrs. Brian, if if you had um, to describe, and and I, I I feel as though last week, you know, we went hard on New Orleans. Yeah, um, she doesn't know. Get, She's anxious. we didn't get the feelings from a person who wanted to go. So <laughs> uh, let's. Quickly, I don't know if you had a chance to listen to the cast. Probably not because she's been very busy. Podcast. Um, So, um, if you if you could uh, give some feedback on New Orleans, I think that'd be great. Yeah. So, um, well, I wanted to go to New Orleans because I saw Don Lemon on uh, CNN on New Year's, and he looked like he was having a good time. I heard he was the dumbest man on TV. Can we quickly? Quickly, Don Lemon in New Orleans. Lemon. He looked like mm-hmm. he was having a blast. So I wanted to go. Um, and I've never been. I had never been. I've been everywhere in Louisiana. Baton Rouge, uh, Shreveport. I've got family all over Louisiana, but I've never Paris. been to New Orleans. All three major cities in Louisiana. Definitely. Louisiana. And my cousin swamp. basically lives there. That's her second home. And so I texted her and I was like, hey, what about going to New Orleans? Do you think it would be a good idea? And she was totally down for it. So we went. I feel like it's a place that you go once and Mm -hmm. you see what you see and you enjoy it, but you don't go back. No second time tourist. No second time. But I also really enjoyed the pirate tour. That we took that to me was legitimately the best part of the trip. Hmm. Well, that's interesting um, because Frank and Brian both shit on that tour. <laughs> Y'all are assholes. We didn't I shit love- on the tour. We, okay, Frank's not even here to back me up. We didn't shit on the tour. We just okay. First off, <laughs> let's let's correct this. Frank's damn <laughs> tour is great. Could have happened in a bar. Yes, you took you around. It could have happened in a bar. Swamp he took you around <laughs> swampy French Quarter at a very hot time of the day. Which was any time like, of the okay, day. Okay, he's about to talk about this building, and he only talked mm-hmm. about the fine, like, Lafitte's Bar and Grill at the end of the tour. And he was, 
like his spoiler, like spoiler and alert Pirates on that Alley one was like not even owned by the Lafitte. Real quick, Pirates Alley, which he fucking took us to and made a big really deal about. What the fuck anything. was that? Why was that called yeah. Pirates Alley? It's called because Pirates that's Alley. where pirates used to live. He was I, saying, no, I feel like Pirates Alley is code word for butthole sex. No, he was saying Pirates Alley is where pirates used to live, and it is a coveted. Alley because people want a pirate's alley. So is Lukenbach, Texas, right, because so, fucking. So hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. But he also right, said that's right, why they right, can't keep right, the street right, time. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, hold on. It's horseshit. All right. Dr. Phil, Mrs. Brian, Mrs. Brian, what was your favorite, like, fact about New Orleans? Brian, or sweet dick that was it. there. It was awesome. My favorite fact about New Orleans that, like, on from the pirate tour? Yeah. <laughs> if you say those fucking gold plates, I'm gonna goddamn murder everyone. I don't know if you know this. Was it the homeless dude's asshole you saw? I don't know if you know this, Frank, but there's gold <laughs> in the Mississippi River. I am telling you, in them water. That fucking that guide blew his load early. Okay, he <laughs> right at the start of the tour told you that there were gold plates in the Mississippi River. He could have said, "And by the way." There be gold. <laughs> and you're like, I, I wish oh. he would have said it like that. I wish he would have. Because at, at, at the beginning, he's like, I'm not going to talk like a pirate and we're not doing this. And then you're like, okay, well, fine. And then he, he he gives you all these facts and he goes, oh, and they threw gold plates in the Mississippi River and they're still down there. And he could have finished the pirate tour with like, there's a treasure out there in them dare hills. And he didn't. And he failed at it. And as a result, <laughs> It was a shitty tour. Three and a half stars. It was okay. good, and he gave us good facts, but God darn but it. My he could favorite... have just done his job and left us with a mystery and an X marks the spot in the Mississippi River. My so favorite cool. part was was the what I thought to be common sense, and mm-hmm. apparently no one else was doing oh, it. Yeah. But the closing one eye when you get up to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night? Just so we're clear, that's not how the context of this story came about. What the either. fuck kind of pirate tour? It was talking about the patch. He's talking about the eye patch. It was why pirates you wear, wear eye patches. The patch. Yeah, you wear the patch so that your okay. eyes are adjusted to nighttime, and then you flip it over when you're in the hull of a ship so you can take over the hull. Yeah. So yes. you're adjusted. You're and, light adjusted. Yeah, when you're when you're down in the bottom of the ship, you can see what's going on down there. Yeah, when I, you, did, I, I did want to bring up, doesn't it also <laughs> affect death perception when you're stabbing yeah. someone with a fucking sword? No, it or doesn't. Or a scabbard? No, it doesn't. It doesn't. I mean, if your listen, eye is adjusted to the darkness, you're seeing just like you would. You don't have I'll two honest, eyes. Death reception Mrs. is not Mrs. the same. Brian, Mrs. Brian and I were the only two who were like, oh, yeah, it's for the dark. And yeah, then I totally it, got it. It was shocking that Whoa. Brian did not know. I, I was why? like, wow. I would, why? I don't understand. Well, it, I've been going off of this bathroom theory for years. So, okay. like, in the middle you're, of the night. I feel like you're confusing Parker with the bathroom theory. No, th- this, <laughs> is how it, this is how it works, Parker. In the middle of the Mom night. Mom is telling me one thing and Dad's telling me another. <laughs> you wake up, you have to go to the bathroom. So, okay. you close one eye and you go to the bathroom. You turn on the okay. light in the bathroom, everything's good. You leave the bathroom, turn the light off, you open the eye that you've closed, and now you can see in the dark. Because you're... you're absolutely. The eye that's been closed. Not oh. Yeah. Okay. I'm with you. Okay. It absolutely And works. I've been doing Simple this for years. 
but <laughs> everybody on this tour was very surprised. I was. I no, was okay, hold on. That, that's not even true. That's why I, I always stubbed my toe when I. I was absolutely not. The, you and I were the only ones who knew that this worked. This is true. And the guy goes, "Hey, why? Why did they wear the patch?" And I was like, "Oh, so they could see at night." And Avery was like. Or Mrs. Brian was like, yeah, it's so they can see in the dark. <laughs> Just exposed. fucking drop it. I'm not going to edit all these things out at this point. <laughs> the, the first three minutes of this podcast would just be a fucking beep. <laughs> so, anyways, um, that whole business himself. And, yeah, I mean, so, I, listen, Mrs. Brian, I will agree. In the end, the Pirate Tour was probably my favorite part. Yeah, of, definitely. Of, of everything in the French Quarter. <laughs> but also the cast me out. Absolutely sounded like it. How fun no, was the cast me out? <laughs> the cats Listen me. to the tape, Mrs. Brian, okay? And he's lying to your face right now. He shit all over your tour and the dude. And the, well, I did not shit on the dude at all. That's extra. All I know okay. is that I thought Came that cl- pirates wore the patch because they must have lost an eye during you know, battle. Okay, Parker, no. I'll be honest. At the okay. end, at the end of the tour, I gave the man a bidet. Shut up! <laughs> he did. I think bidets did come up at the beginning of that. They did. Movie, didn't they? <laughs> God damn it! No, bidets came up with the lift driver. Oh I yeah, did. that's right. Oh yeah. Well, we did cover that last week when I. I told will him. say I gave I him. A, I gave the guy a mechanical bidet. Debay. Like, fantastic, <laughs> fantastic tour. Wait, was that ass dumb? No, no. <laughs> that was you taking a big drink of Aquafina and then you sprayed it on his brown eye. <laughs> <laughs> did y'all talk about the cat's meow last week? No, we, we didn't. We did not. Enough oh wait, wait, wait no, we did. It. We talked about it, but only as far as. When I almost punched uh, that guy for no reason. That place was heaven on earth. It was literally every song I have ever had recorded on my iPod, and I was in heaven. I believe the words that were used were, if there's a Hurricane Katrina 2.0, take everything except the cat's meow. Y'all are dicks! Well, listen, I... Well, that actually was what was said. Was actually, I do believe... If Hurricane Katrina wanted to finish the job, just save the cat's meow. That's what I said. You didn't even like Oz? (laughs) Damn it. No, I actually enjoyed Oz. I enjoyed Oz. I I loved Oz, Oz, but the amount of smoke that was in Oz. Oz seems it was the most extra of any. They made, if if you ever want a very strong Jack Daniels, take (laughs) Brian to Oz and then have his drink. That's what Need, I like, feel like yeah, they half were... a bottle of Jack in a cup. If you're into boys in in jock straps and knee high socks, first off, that dude had a fucking like Frank. that dude had Brian to Oz. That dude had a <laughs> fucking <laughs> elephant trunk Brad hanging off the front. Okay, he was okay. That man was it, he. It just it was fucking. He, he looked. He looked Wait, a little bit. A, he had a. Baby arm. He had a baby arm holding an yes, apple. Baby he arm. weighed every bit of 110 pounds, and motherfucker okay. was all cock, all cock. That thing was <laughs> fuck those people. There were people like there were people trying to get drinks and all like at, I, he's standing Let on me, the hold bar. On, hold on, hold on. There, it's almost have, hitting he had their some forehead. Package. Some package, bro. If <laughs> there was some packing going pa- on, no, 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 no. no. That, listen. Absolutely. Don't first off, don't ruin my dream, my hopes and dreams of when I grow up to be a real boy someday. I can have that too. That man. 
God bless <laughs> that. Crying. What? You're still growing. <laughs> huh? still growing. I'm still growing, man. As is your package, right? <laughs> 35 years old. <laughs> 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 You're 60. You'll have a baby arm too. Hopefully. Maybe if I just get this baby weight off, then that's when the dick will come in. That's what's holding you back. Yes. That's it. I'm going to start going crunches today. It's like a little navel orange. <laughs> So that dude had a giant donger, and those Jack Daniels were fucking strong as you shit. Know, with the fucking, with the little, uh, the navel that's like protruding. <laughs> Let's what? just let it hang there. Hey. Hey. <laughs> All right. All right, Frank. Send us a picture of your hooded ninja. God damn it. I'll pass. No, none for me, thanks. I'm going to go ahead and cue up that outro music. This is another... It's another last call that's almost two hours. Okay, hold on, hold on. Okay, so here's here's a legitimate question. Okay. (laughs) It's not. Oh, man. God damn it. All right. It's not. Don't say it out loud. Yeah, and there's a little, little protu- <laughs> protruding navel horn. Um, so <laughs> the, the, the baby toe. A <laughs> <laughs> <The> little, <laughs> a little mustache on top of it. Hello, <laughs> dull baby toe. Um, so okay, so I, I do. I do actually have a really funny story. Okay, so I, I you know what? I seriously doubt it. <laughs> no, it's, you'll actually enjoy this. Okay. okay, so so one of my I'm not going to call them what they are, but one of the people I know has a <laughs> that sounds racist, right? <laughs> it sounds no, no, super no, no, no. racist. No, I mean, it, 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 it'll make sense when I explain it off the cast. But anyway, okay, I have a son. That has a, a, a birth deformity, okay? And it, it is. <laughs> Why is this okay? Quick, I want to stop you right there. I'm no. gonna be, I'm gonna be the manager of the office complex when Michael Scott comes in with crutches because he burned his foot on a George Foreman grill, and he has the office complex supervisor come in and he goes, "Yeah, I was, I'm disabled too." And he goes, you know what? I'm going to stop you there, Michael. I'm going to go. Frank, I'm going to stop I, I you like there. Don't do this. Don't morning. do this. Brian. You Brian. said, you said, you started this off. I got a funny story. I have a friend no, with a son with a deformality. No, dad says it's not because of the birth deformity. No. That's not it. Okay, well, I don't know me. how it's important to the story. Brian, bring it up. Brian, trust me, it is important, but it's funny. Okay. okay. Just, All right. Yeah. Trust me on this, okay? okay? Just listen to it. Trust me on it, okay? <laughs> so, um, he, yeah, he he has a misformed hand that. Fuck <laughs> 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 your stuff. So, <laughs> so, okay. All right. So, his dad said. If ever you have whiskey dick and you're not performing, I'm gonna stop you right there. You can just and see where it's headed. I'm gonna go ahead, it out. I'm gonna go ahead yeah, and cue no, this yeah. up. And... No, no. Why you're talking about an adolescent's dick? No, this is a grown man. <laughs> Absolutely a grown man. He's about 35. His dad told him you could switch it out. Wow. He'll be satisfied. <laughs> God damn it. 
I'm not joking. I know you're not joking. It doesn't I matter. My ass off. It was I, fantastic. Come on, it's a good joke. Okay, you know what? Thank you all for joining us here on No Beer Left Behind. He was the one who told me too. It wasn't I, does it doesn't stop talking. Just <laughs> shut the that fuck up. Make it any better. For you. I mean, it's a fantastic. Stop selling. Stop. I'm not selling. Yeah, I thought it was hilarious. I laughed a lot. You're out hey, stumping yeah, for people. Funny stories about a guy with a birth defect. <laughs> Just sit back. It'll get funny. Just wait for it. It's got a simmer. <laughs> Like, that's the worst. That is the absolute and then, worst. And with the masturbation thing at the end. Yeah, it's good. Absolutely not the joke, though. <laughs> not the joke. <laughs> I've, got, I've got a guy with the dildo for an arm. Better joke. Yeah, maybe you should have led with that. Yeah, maybe. You've heard a club foot, haven't you, ladies? Oh, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> he really just called Dildo Foot. Oh my god. Dildo Foot? <laughs> that actually sounds like what Parker has. It does. That's what yeah, gout is. <laughs> gout turns into Dildo Foot. <laughs> Alright, alright. Uh, yeah. Alright. It really was no, it was creative liberties. No making fun. We're not making fun of it. Oh, so you took some artistic liberties in I this. I did not. I did not. That that was real. What I told you was real. <laughs> I, that's. <laughs> the rest yeah, of that artistic real. liberties. <laughs> All right. Well, it's been it's been fun, I guess. Uh, Mrs. Brian, thank you for being on. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Do you uh, want to say anything to the lovely people, the millions that we have listening? The millions. Uh, thanks for listening. School starts Tuesday. <laughs> I didn't bring that up. Okay, gonna cut her mic. Thanks for coming in. Um. <laughs> <laughs> for Brian here in uh, North Dallas, thank you for listening. Uh, be sure to rate, review, subscribe, tell some other people about No Beer Left Behind. We'd appreciate it. Hit us up on our social media accounts at No Beer Left Cast over on Twitter and Instagram. Hit us up. We'd appreciate it. Uh, until next time, for myself in NTX, I'm out. Mm, that was so hot how you said NTX and stuff. It was. It was oh, so sounded like an airport code. Wow. Uh, here's to growlers, yeah, not crawlers. Let's have a howler. <laughs> For Parker and Tulsa, I'm out. Here's to growlers, not crawlers. Let's have a howler. Here's to Frank. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs>